0: I would like to speak today about a great word which has been very important for the disciples in the last few years. It's a word used by Benedict XVI and it comes from a British historian, Toynbee. It's creative minorities. Benedict XVI used to say that in our secularized world, which does not allow God to be present in its myths, in its culture, work economy, science, in this world without God, the future path of Christianity is that of the creative minorities. And these are minorities because they are small groups where what is at stake is the personal relationships. And they are creative because they are not ghettos closed in themselves, but groups that are able to generate relationships and a culture of relationship. So these minorities are able to create new practices, new ways of leisure and work, and these creative ways of being are brought into society. Benedict XVI himself, speaking about the abuse crisis in the church, talked about the habitats of the faith, the environments where the church can grow in this desert of secularization. So how does a creative minority show itself in regard to the epidemic, the coronavirus? So uh, during the coronavirus, a new form of social life has been imposed on us, and a creative minority does not limit itself to accepting this way of isolation, social distancing, uh, but rather it transforms it. It accepts it, but it transforms it. So the minority begins to invent new practices that allow the family to have life. And this life will reach the family of families, which is society. So perhaps now more than ever, it's a favorable moment for the creative minority that generates culture. So we can answer the question of the poet Eliot. Do you cling to one another because you love one another? What will you answer? Do we all live together just in order to earn money from one another? Or is this a community? So the creative minority uh, has also the temptation of responding to the question of God with only a private answer, which is the socially acceptable way of living religion in our society. But the creative community is busy uh, with living their faith through practices. So in times when it's not easy to have access to the sacraments, there will always be sacramental ways of living the faith, so that the faith does not remain in the individual, but is always shared. So we may pray together out loud at appointed times of the day with the blessing of the, the food, saying grace with a daily offering of our work and studies examination of our day and doing all of this in common. In this way we lost the sacramental celebration but we can obtain a sacramental presence throughout the day. Then the the creative community is not restricted to a narrow space, to a time without form. We remember the monks that through their rhythms of prayer they invented the hours of the day Uh, and in the same way a family, a creative minority, can understand its daily schedule as a way of giving meaning to their time so that there is a structure that weaves our story. So it is a creative community, a family that generates meaningful time. In the absence of social time eh, and we have a time for work, a time to rest, a time to be alone, a time to be together, a time to worship God and cultivate humanity. Then also the virus reveals in some way the evil that scorches our society, because it's a virus that isolates families. So the creative minority will not restrict itself only to giving life to their own individual family, but it will also know how to be present among with other families and give them life as well. So the creative minority invents new ways of being a family of families. It will resist the vision of a ghetto, precisely when the virus wants to transform every family into a ghetto. So for this purpose internet and all social media, tools, can be of great help. But a creative minority knows that Internet itself follows the logic of the secularized society without a body, and which is contrary to the minority. So the minority will use this Internet but put it at the service of the real net of families. And in this way it will not be a net for individuals but it will serve to put in place a network of community in communion. For example, a rosary that is prayed by many families. Finally, the epidemic, as it you know continues, tends to make us think that nothing is important, and at the end we finish with negligence. But if a community is creative, if it knows how to find a pace and a rhythm in the day, It will leave the time of the pandemic in a generative newness of life. It will know how to maintain its strength throughout the time of the pandemic because it has life within itself. So I finish with the image of the church that is this creative minority and the church must always be edifying, always building. Why? Because the church is always collapsing from the inside, and it's being attacked from the outside. And this is the law of its life. We must remember whenever there is a time of prosperity, people will neglect the temple, the church. And in times of adversity, people will discredit it. So what life do we have if we don't have life together? There is no life outside the community, nor there is any community in which there is no worship of God. Even the monk that is alone and meditates, he prays for the church, he prays for the body of the incarnate Christ. (laughs)